Welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I am your very grateful host, Katherine Bregman. I am a certified ICF life coach and a miracle-minded master coach trained by Marianne Williamson. But most importantly, I am a woman who struggled for years to become pregnant. I personally know the heartache, shame, devastation, and fear any diagnosis of infertility or diminished chances of conception brings. In fact, my list of obstacles to conception was about half a page long after my first official workup. And I will talk more about that later on in the episode. But first, I want to point out that that half a page long list of obstacles didn't stop me. It couldn't stop me because I was hell bent and determined to become a mom. I didn't know when and I didn't know how, but I knew my baby was coming. I was meant to be a mom. And if you're listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to take a wild guess that you feel the exact same way. I'm so glad you're here. Now, let me tell you a little bit about today's episode and what you can expect to hear whenever you tune in weekly to the Badass Fertility Podcast. This show is about a lot of things fertility related. We will get into all the things. We're going to touch on practical topics like IVF, donor eggs, surrogacy, adoption, but we're also going to spend a lot of time untangling the emotional stuff the feelings that come up that we don't know how to deal with, which in fact can actually be some of the biggest blocks and obstacles standing in between ourselves and our baby. Those types of feelings are things like jealousy, dealing with those awful nosy questions from well-intended or not so well-intended, but usually well-intended relatives, friends, family, colleagues who are asking you questions that you don't want to answer. Also, how to deal with the dreaded events like baby showers. We're going to talk about all of that stuff, practical and emotional, but at its heart, on the Badass Fertility Podcast, we are always coming back to one key principle. That principle is connection. Connection here means two things. First, it means finding like-minded women, women who are strong, smart, professional, go-getter women. We are women who are used to making things happen in our world, but somehow or other, we're encountering painful obstacles on the path to motherhood. We form a community of women who know the gut-wrenching heartache of watching friends, family, even strangers in the grocery store walk around with a beautiful, big, old belly bump and wonder if it will ever be our turn. I can remember sending death stares at women, one time specifically standing in line at a Whole Foods and just staring at this pregnant woman and wondering, why her and not me? a horrible way to feel. We know that torment. We know the torment of wanting to celebrate your sister's or your best friend's baby shower, 
but also really not knowing if you can make it through without crying. We know what it feels like to stay up late or wake up in the middle of the night and start neurotically Googling numbers, signs, and symptoms, joining chat room after chat room, hoping some stranger halfway around the world with no expertise had the same thing happen to her and can tell you it'll be okay. Many of us know what it feels like to gain weight and feel crazy, not from a pregnancy, but from artificial hormones. We are warriors who know what it feels like to inject our bellies with needles. We come together and connect as a community of badass women, not to bemoan our misfortune. And that's a key. We're not here to bemoan our misfortune. We are here to remind each other we're not alone and that there is a way to become a mom. And each of us is finding her own unique path to that place. The next point I want to make about what it means to connect on the Badass Fertility Podcast is that connection on the Badass Fertility Podcast does mean connecting with each other, but also in a larger way, it means connecting with our own individual inner badass. For the fully fleshed out explanation of what the heck that means and how to experience it, I will be breaking it down in a future episode. Um, So please make sure to check that one out where I break it down in detail. But in the meantime, the quick explanation is that a woman who is connected with her own inner badass is a woman who lives in alignment with her core values and beliefs. She is connected to her deepest desires and pursues them despite her fears and with confidence knowing that even when it may not seem like it, the universe is unfolding in ways that support the manifestation of all of her dreams coming true. She is also loving and patient with herself, including her imperfections, and recognizes that above all else, you don't have to be perfect to get pregnant. And I will repeat that. You don't have to be perfect to get pregnant. Okay, so when I began my journey to my daughter, I totally thought I was a badass. I had made everything in my life up until that point work out. I had the advanced degrees with three letters after my name. I had the amazing husband. I had the beautiful home in a desirable neighborhood. I even had a dream wedding on a beach with a live band. And I have the world's cutest dog who is so adorable that whenever we walk around downtown or outside, people will seriously stop and want to pet him. I was totally ready for a baby. And I was convinced that having a baby was essential to completing the picture of my life. So with that, I'll tell you just a little bit about my journey to becoming a mom so that you have a better context for who you're listening to and why it matters. So I got married at 36, and I will tell you that social conditioning had me thinking I was old already. I felt totally behind from the get-go. And now, after having been in this fertility mindset world for so long, I've worked with several women who got pregnant naturally in their 40s and had healthy babies, and I can see that that mindset I was in from the get-go 
was completely untrue. So oddly, the first time I tried to get pregnant and I used an ovulation kit, I actually did get pregnant. And I remember saying to myself, why do people struggle to get pregnant? It's really not that hard. Just use an ovulation kit. But a few weeks later, I miscarried that pregnancy. And I was devastated. I walked around feeling the spirit of that baby for over a year. I remember taking long walks around my neighborhood and just thinking, there was a baby inside of me. And now there's not. I felt empty, lonely, and scared. And I was convinced there was something wrong with me and I had to figure it out. So I started doing acupuncture, excuse me, about once a week. And when that wasn't working, I started doing it twice a week. I started taking certain types of supplements. One year later, no baby. So I decided I need to go see an IVF doctor. Um, At that point, I was 38. And once again, I was very afraid of time and a perceived lack of it. So I went, I got my workup. And I'm going to tell you what they told me at my workup. Um, So I'm going to rattle off the list for you real quick. So hang tight with me. Some of those things might resonate. You may have heard of them before. You may have been diagnosed with them yourself, or you may have no clue what I'm talking about. Um, But then in that case, good for you. So uh, first, I had a very painful and scary HSG that told me I had kinky fallopian tubes, which basically increased my chances of having an ectopic pregnancy. My AMH and FSH hormones were imbalanced. I had uterine polyps. I had a cloudy uterus and was going to need a DNC and polypectomy. I had old eggs. I had elevated NK blood cells, which basically means that my white blood cells were likely trying, going to try and attack an embryo if it was to actually implant. I was diagnosed with pre-di- <clears throat> as pre-diabetic, and I had a thyroid condition, which was related to having um, had thyroid cancer a few years before I started trying to conceive. So I am not telling you this so that I can say, oh, poor me, look at everything I had to endure. I am saying that despite this exhaustive list of obstacles, I made it happen, and you can too. There is nothing special about me or what I did. There's nothing special about it. I did one thing. I worked on my mindset. And when I worked on my mindset, I changed the way I thought and I acted on this journey. And when that happened, I got pregnant. I stopped overlooking the most important muscle in my body. And I started leveraging its power to aid in my success. So, a little bit more context of the story. I, so I start IVF with my husband and we go through two rounds of egg retrievals. Both egg retrievals relieve no genetically normal eggs and I was completely devastated. But at least at that point, I had started working on my mindset and I was starting to be less afraid of time and more focused on the fact that I knew I had at least one good egg. I had one good egg. I knew I did. And I was going to find it. So I've started to become willing to work on things that made me uncomfortable, but also felt right. Right? So there's a difference between doing things that make you feel deprived and unhappy. A lot of the women who I work with come to me after having been told to do things like give up alcohol, give up sugar, give up gluten, start doing exercises they hate, um, all kinds of different things. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And when you give those things up and you feel deprived, 
shitty, hopeless, whatever you're doing is not going to help you, right? So there's a difference between doing things that make you feel uncomfortable because they're new or unfamiliar and doing things that make you feel genuinely unhappy or even in pain. My advice is stay away from the, from the latter, right? We don't have to do penance in order to become pregnant. Infertility is not a punishment. It feels like it, right? But it's not a punishment from the universe that we have to suffer from in order to be absolved from it, okay? But at the same time, we do get to look at places where we could be blocking our baby. So doing things that are new and scary, but that feel like the right choice is part of growth. It's part of removing the blocks between you and your baby. For me, after I had two rounds of egg retrievals and no genetically normal eggs, I started looking at certain aspects of myself that I had been previously unopened to examining. And when I started to examine those things and started to make very small shifts in my daily life and daily habits, big changes started to unfold. I worked with a pelvic floor specialist. I learned certain exercises that worked for me. I adopted a diet that even though my previous diet felt great, this diet was more fertility enhancing for me. And I did it all with joy, believe it or not. And you can too. Within four months of taking a break from my IVF cycles, I got pregnant naturally. And I got pregnant because I changed my thoughts and actions. I stopped living in fear and focused instead on the conviction that I was meant to be a mom. So if this is all sounding a bit overwhelming to you, like, Catherine, what are you talking about? How do I just change my thoughts and then become pregnant? It's great it worked for you, but how is it going to work for me? Hang in there with me. I promise I'm going to take you through all of the tools that you need to learn in order to make the same thing happen in your life. I've done it with the women I work with, many of whom have gone on to have babies through IVF, naturally, through egg donors, through surrogacy, even through adoption. The goal is that each of us is going to become a mom in the exact right way and the exact right time for ourselves. And by working on our mindset, we open ourselves up to new paths of possibility to finding our baby. So whatever you are feeling right now, whatever you're going through, If you have made it this far into this podcast, you are meant to be a mom because you care enough to show up and listen. The universe does not give us desires that we can't fulfill. You're here because this is meant for you. And I hope you will join us here each week as we break down the practical and emotional aspects of the fertility journey and we make connections of all kinds along the way. We're going to hear from women who beat the odds and became moms after years of struggle when they finally employed the most powerful tool in their box, the mind. 
We'll also talk with some of the most dynamic personalities and innovative thinkers and healers. We'll talk to acupuncturists, nutritionists, I know brilliant pelvic floor specialist who I can't wait to bring on and introduce you guys to because she is just absolutely fabulous. And most importantly, we're going to learn how to drop the fear, the self-loathing, the scarcity and self-doubt, and instead become grounded, confident, and clear that you are going to become a mom in the exact right time in the exact right way. If you like what you heard today and want to learn more about our community or working one-on-one with me, go to badassfertility.com and please follow Badass Fertility podcast each week as we bring you more free content to help you on your journey to becoming a mom. While you're at it, please rate and leave a five-star review. We are working hard to bring you free content each week and your support is so important to us. You can tune in weekly to Badass Fertility Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows.